Baby, please pick up the, the microphone. I've picked up the microphone. Okay. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and they're going to be the first episode of the podcast. I hope not. Mm-hmm. I hope this is not going... No. I'm first question. Home. I'm naked in my bathrobe right now. How ah, many? <laughs> I can't use Baby? it. Baby? Yes. Tell everybody about how I got you pregnant. You got me pregnant by coming inside of me. Well, we all know how. That's how that... W- w- what did you, you want? I wanted you to tell everybody about how you, we, we did it sexually. We did it sexually. Mm-hmm. You didn't artificially mm-hmm. inseminate me. Mm-hmm. And because this is being recorded, I'd like for you to mention the consent <laughs> involved. Yeah. <laughs> it was... <laughs> There's no consent at all. I cry. Oh, consent. no. Mostly because your dick is I'm so huge. I'm calling the police. <laughs> no consent, baby. No consent, baby. That'll be your new name. No consent, baby. Actually, my favorite Tupac song. Aaron, no consent, baby. Whoa. Whoa, we're getting into some uh, really... Um, I don't think anybody brought that up anymore, cared about that. He did that. Remember that case? Or did you just make that up? No, I, I chose Tupac on purpose. Yeah, that he had a case on that, but... When he died, only one, o- only anyone ever thought about his how brilliant. Yeah, he Michael was. Jackson's the only guy that's getting sued after he dies. So strange. There's a lot of really bad people after they die, but he's the only one where they're like, he still got money, <laughs> right? It's because he publicly made so much money after, or he was buying so much stuff. Oh, so did Tupac though? Remember he put out yeah, a, but it a wasn't the way Michael album. Jackson. Michael Jackson was the number one selling artist, just live or dead after he died. I'm you're you're saying that's true, so I'm believing that. I not like have any facts in front of me. I mean you have the computer in front oh, of Oh, I you. have facts in front of me once I just uh, click 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 Oh, that's the sound of you looking up yep. facts. Got facts. He's a he's a fact man. Mm-hmm. Oh, turns out that's your other name. Turns <laughs> out you're not looking up anything. <laughs> turns out I was right. <laughs> because if you go I said to com. <laughs> it actually just stays on Aaron's right the whole time. Remember we're not supposed to say www anymore, it's just I'm 38 years old now. Whoa. Am I say- <laughs> I'm a 38-year-old man. Respect I say old-school internet things. I love when 38-year-olds call you themselves know what? old. Let me check my... Internet. Aim. Yeah, I'm going to check my America Online instant messaging and find out if I can say <laughs> www.com. You've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't look up that thing privately late at night. <laughs> Trying to look up or trying to go into a chat room. Your parents are, are you getting on that online? Getting on that internet? Oh, no. All the time. It would be so like. So loud. My mom would pick up the phone and she would hear like. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would just be like, she turned on me like. Uh, are you online? As if there was any other thing it could have been. Right. Or oh, you could have been getting a fax. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 11 year old Aaron who's downloading pictures of his favorite wrestlers. It takes two days. Yeah, exactly. You're just watching it psh, psh, right. just little by little. Right. And it's just like, uh, no, Mom, I'm sp- t- sp- talking to an alien species. We actually understand that. Oh, my God. That's good <laughs> We're <stuff>. naked! <laughs> <laughs> what? But it was like, if she ever said that, you know that you're offline by that time. Well, I don't, I don't, my... Because if you picked up the landline, it would knock you offline. Oh, is that how it went? Yeah, I don't if remember. It, if it went interrupted, you couldn't... I was using AOL late at night into the morning. Mm. I was in chat rooms, so I would say, "What kind 10 of chat rooms?" <laughs> Go ahead. No, no, Jehovah's Witness, Vanya. Go ahead. Oh, what? No, I can't tell you anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying shit. Oh, you was in chat rooms, huh? I was 
talking to older men. Yeah, because every old man was older than you at this time. That's true. How old were you? I was probably about 14, 15. 14? How old were these men? In their 30s, for sure. How old were you saying you were? I don't. Did they ask? I don't think they. Oh, everybody asked. ASL was everyone's first question. That was an opener. ASL? What the Age, hell? sex, location. A slash S slash Oh, is that what that meant? Question mark. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay, uh-huh. now you're freaking me out. You know that. Why? Because I was asking, in chat rooms. Because you were asking girls that all the time? Everyone was asking everyone that. I didn't get that. But everyone did I want to I borderline made that the first DM I was going to send you. That's so stupid. How great would that have been? I wouldn't have answered any of those questions. I know. But how go. great would it have been? <laughs> I would have laughed. I would have enjoyed the laugh. <laughs> I would hope that you already knew what my sex was. <laughs> you don't know anymore. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not allowed to judge or make us. Uh, oh, exactly. Assumptions anymore. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You could say whatever you want. You could even put neutral now. I am neutral. Is that like voting independent, but for sex? Exactly. But I don't know how mm-hmm. we had a baby. We didn't have a baby. I don't know if you remember that part of the pregnancy. Well, a baby happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we didn't have it. wasn't it. a chemical pregnancy. My chemical pregnancy. I should make a song out of that. Wait, what's a chemical pregnancy? Um, It was more than that. It's, I don't know. It's not what we had, but I think it's when your numbers change. Look, I'm not a baby doctor, Um, but it's when I, you're, things are going. I don't know. I really don't know. When all of the readings say you're pregnant, but you're not really pregnant, there's no real baby. I don't know. I have to look that up. Why don't you look that up on your handy dandy computer there? Yeah. It says Gwyneth Paltrow is 30 years old. Yeah. So I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're on imdb.com right now. (laughs) Yeah. It says says she has imdb. It says she was in Hook. (laughs) That's crazy. Was she in Hook? Um, Yeah, she was, actually. Doing what? She had so remember I don't. this is her first So I want. Okay, this is dumb trivia. Aaron's favorite thing is dumb trivia. Do, 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 do. Dumb trivia, dumb trivia. This is a dumb trivia segment of your show. No, I like that we have a theme song for it. <laughs> <laughs> for future guests that won't know what I'm doing, I'll just be like da 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 dumb trivia. It was her first thing ever. Her godfather is Steven Spielberg. She was yeah, connected early. Oh, for sure. And you know so when she is, wanted right? to be an actress, he put her in Hook. And so in that flashback scene where he comes in the window like multiple times and talks about like over the years as Wendy got older, the second Wendy they show, like 20-year-old Wendy, is Gwyneth Paltrow. And she turns around and goes, Peter! One yeah. word. The word specifically was there so she could be Taft Hartley to the sack. Gotcha. So she got sag from Hook as a gift from Steven Spielberg. I think it's interesting. She said Chemical that she went on I'm over 100 auditions before anybody hired her on anything. Probably the next thing. When your godfather is Steven Spielberg, mm-hmm. you're going on over 100. I could be lying. She could have said 1,000 auditions before she got her first. Thing. I don't believe 1,000. Exa- no one's counting to 1,000. If Once you get to 100 you're like, rejections... Uh, it's like, okay, you know what? I just went on a bunch. I'm pretty sure I she was at bunch. least getting in the door. A chemical pregnancy, by the way, is a pregnancy that ends in very early miscarriage and is detected only by a hormone test. That sounds like exactly what we had. Oh. Okay, maybe we had a chemical pregnancy. Yeah. 
This is going to be great on the internet. <laughs> People are going to learn a lot about us. They're going to be like, oh my God. <laughs> the chemical pregnancy? Yeah, we had a chemical pregnancy. It wasn't an actual, but I gained so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. That was your own weight, Vanya, from ice cream. No, I mean, when you discovered you were pregnant, you're like, F it. I'm eating what I want. We getting big. For me and the baby. Mm -hmm. The baby needs this. Does the, does the baby mm -hmm. need a second helping of tiramisu cake? The baby needs this. Well, you wouldn't have tiramisu because of the coffee, but because you would know you're really careful about that. You yeah, were careful about like you didn't want fish, so we didn't have uh, fish cakes. And what? When are we getting? Are you making that part up? I don't. Yeah. Remember. Okay. You, you should put the mic close to your face. Yeah, when you talk. Oh, okay. I just had you it. Were, yeah, no, I you were, yeah, no, you got comfortable. You put it on your lap as if, like. I did not. When did that happen? I just lowered my hand. All the way down to your lap. You know, I can't wait till you, this uh, this show becomes, it has a higher budget here so we can get actual, like, mic stands. Just say. I don't want mic stands. I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, God. I we had those at Jeff's. Uh, Jeff Dice Friendship, the podcast. I was on the first I 40 know, there episodes. Was that. I'll give a shout out. We had those expensive ones that would dangle over you, but even the comics would stop paying attention to the mic if we actually got them to focus in on the conversation, and they would all stray away from the mic. When you put a mic stand in front of a person and you start Mostly to talk to them. comedians. No. Because no, regular people were worse. Regular people, they'd either swallow it or they'd hold it way too low the whole time. But comedians are used to holding a microphone for a long period of time. Some comics were fine with just holding one. But when we gave them a dangling one, they would forget about it and they would like it would even be in the way of them. You'd watch them move their head away and then they'd move forward to like really exacerbate a joke. And you're like, no, we're losing the audio. The whole point of this audio is to get the audio. Wait a minute. What Exacerbate the joke? What was that? Were you masturbating? Exacerbate. <laughs> no, it's like to put an exclamation Exacer point on it. Exacerbate is a mm -hmm. different thing. Mm -hmm. I thought you said exacerbate. Yeah, that's like right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the right way to say it? They're exciting. They're excitedly masturbating a joke. I mean, people could do that. I mean, I've never masturbated without exacerbating the situation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, Yeah, that's what I'm doing when I'm doing it. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> We're going to bring this to the nines. We're taking this to 11. I'm watching porn with the sound on. This is right. good. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody's home and no neighbors are in. Exactly. You ever worry about what your neighbors are going to think? They're like, are we, am I, do they think I'm having hard sex or? I've never cared about what my simply. neighbors are. Really? That's mm -hmm. why you've been kicked out of so many places. Never. I'm not a loud person. Am I a loud person? I speak you made loudly lot sometimes, but I don't ever like blare the music. I rarely blare the TV. No, you're an, you're an under the breath guy. Yeah, exactly. You're 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 an eye movement and under the breath guy <laughs> for sure. Yeah, <laughs> of course I am. An eyebrow guy. Mm-hmm. For sure, with the yeah, eyebrows. I use a lot of facial expressions. Yes. I love and using whispering as a device. Yeah. And, yeah. Pushing and gestures. gestures. Mm -hmm. Push out gestures close to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> like you're doing really like mini push-ups. Yeah, and before you get uh, away from the microphone, no insecure about this. Oh, geez. you do this well, but no, but I mean, you you when you get up, you bring your volume up. Yeah, because that's what that's what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, because I'm a uh, 
I mostly host. I do a lot of host work. I do more host work than I've done stand-up. But even, no, not even when there's a microphone. Not just saying host work. I'm saying just in conversation. In conversation, when you get excited about something, you bring oh, the volume and, up. Oh, and then you mm-hmm. think I'm arguing with you, but I just get I just get very engaged. That's my engagement. Oh, I wasn't yeah. trying to turn this into that conversation. I was just saying we're that so what you were describing that. your my stuff, I wanted to turn it around and make this about you. So I was telling you a positive thing you do. Oh, it was a positive thing, but you prefaced it with, I don't want to offend you with this. Well, because so we it like automatically made me defensive. Exactly. <laughs> But I was trying to be like, no, I want to compliment you on your use of volume. Oh, okay. Yeah, and exactly. But that was sounds so sarcastic without the preface. I was worried about that. To be like, the preface sounded bad. Oh, I know. <laughs> how do you compliment somebody about their use of volume? Well, how about this? I don't, um, uh, don't be offended by this or anything, but your hair is cut close to the head. Mm, yeah, too close. You see, you see like how it sounded. Yeah. You see how that sounds. I know. I knew what compliment. I was doing. You I knew great. that you were going to like yeah. immediately get defensive and small about it. And but small. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's extra. Well, because you no, because you were like, listening closely to be like, okay, where do I take offense? <laughs> I was listening close to say, where do I slap him? <laughs> but also, everybody does that. I shouldn't preface that kind of stuff anymore because it only makes someone sit there and go, oh. <laughs> This is where the offense happens. Like, that's weird. It only sounds like a compliment, so it must be a problem. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'm going to get off the microphone now. What? This is not your, a- this better not be your actual podcast. Yeah, this is the first I'm episode. To slap first you. episode is 15 minutes. It's no, this. we are not. Why would this not be? What I'm did not you telling not want? anybody about us being pregnant. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. We're talking about us being chemically pregnant. Way <laughs> different. Way different. I think this is a great conversation. I think this should be on the internet. Why? Because it's vulnerable and funny, <laughs> and we're just talking to each other. And this shows our dynamic. It's funny. Yes. We got a lot of laughs in, and we talked about some really real things. Only we laughed. You you know, um, when you laugh Yeah, but on if we put this on the internet, we'll get a third person to laugh. We'll get <laughs> one. Yeah, we'll get a couple hundred listens, and we'll get one person to laugh at this. Well, that's really important for that one First person. First of all, that is... Quite um, optimistic on the couple hundred listens. Um, I don't think you realize and that the people one do listen when I put things on the internet. <laughs> and the one laugh. Um, I don't think you realize. I know the one person who laughs. <laughs>, <laughs>, <laughs> you don't think Melissa's going to listen to this and laugh? No. I will get a text message from her within two hours of putting us on the internet. Oh God. To be like, wait, did you? Un- was there really a pregnancy? Like, Wait, you didn't tell them? I told nobody. Oh, right. You're not supposed to tell anybody. You're the one that told everyone. Yeah, I think that's fine because I'm the one that's pregnant. Yeah, I guess. I don't like rules. You got to wait three months. I think if that happens again, sure, don't tell anybody. But this is my first time. I understand getting I was not uh, a kid. It's very different. I understand confiding in one, two people over this. But like. You can understand whatever I'm confiding in like. I did not. 50? I did not confide in <laughs> fifty people. I just need to know what was going on. Oh, I confided in two people. I know the two people I told. Was Chad Denick one of them? No, Chad Denick <laughs> was not one of them. But did he tell- is going <laughs> to love the shout out. <laughs> shout out to Chad Denick at Chad Denick on Twitter uh, <laughs> for saying that we had two weeks. No, 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 no. I, uh, yeah. When he said we had two weeks, he meant the pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, okay, I let the audience in, uh, know if this goes online, which it better not. It will. Let the audience know <laughs> what the two weeks comment was about. 
because it sounds like an inside joke. It is an inside joke. Yeah, when so we good. first started dating, my friend Chad Denick sent me a text saying that uh, I not, give it two weeks. That's not true. Oh, what's the story you're telling? Oh, that's true? Yeah, that's true. You asshole. Okay, here's what happened. Yeah, yeah, no, but that is an untrue my story. You woke up. No, in the I was of talking the night. in my sleep. Yes, and you started laughing in your <laughs> sleep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, I'm Chad like, Dennett and I'm like, what's going on? And you're laughing, and mm-hmm. I'm like, and I could tell you were asleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on, I honey? Sleep talk. And you're like, <laughs> Chad Dennett gives us two weeks. <laughs> I was like, what? Who's this Chad Dennett? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I woke you up. After you also spilled the beans on other things about yourself, mm-hmm. I woke you up in the middle. Uh, the ne- oh no, the next day in the morning, I woke you up and I said, "Who's Chad Denick?" <laughs> You're like, "What?" I was like, "And why does he give us two weeks?" You're like, <laughs> and then you started laughing. Yeah, this guy gets it. But you said, <laughs> but you said it didn't happen. You said, "No, he never gave us oh, two I weeks." Him. Yeah, no, he gave us two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> what was, is wrong with I you? Why would you Chad lie Dennick. to me? Because I, I didn't I want you to get mad at Chad Denick. Why would I get mad about that? He didn't know us. I just thought it was funny. He knows me. Why did he give us two weeks? What does because he know about you? No, but he gave us two weeks because we're... He knows you. Because we're just jokey friends, and we make jokes about everything. I got it. I so got it's it. just the rudest thing to say. I don't think he actually gave us two weeks. Like, in his head. In his text message, a million percent he said that. Okay, okay. But when I even read it, I didn't think that that was at all. Right. Because I was, like, gushing over you. <laughs> and he was so like, because oh, it's like done. exactly he's like oh yeah you oh, you invested yeah okay we'll have fun with these next two weeks because I get two <laughs> weeks it's like that kind of thing you were laughing because in your he's sleep. like yeah <laughs> it's funny he <laughs> <You> ribbed me <laughs> oh my god sometimes you ribbed although me Chad Dunnick was not the person I confided in I confided in my friend Bilal Mir because he had a baby shout out to your friend Bilal shout out to Bilal for having a baby. Um, but it was very similar to our situation where he just started wait, dating somebody. Wait, don't give out all his info. I just did. I mean, but is that? That's what a shout out's for. No, I mean, you said he just started dating somebody. Maybe he doesn't want anybody to know that. Or oh, at the, the time. This is years ago. Okay. When him and his girlfriend got pregnant, they were only a couple months into dating. This is really public. Yeah. Okay. This is things he's... All, but apparently I tell everyone's business on my podcast. This podcast ah. is called Everybody Else's Business. Well, uh, that's why I had to stop doing that other podcast I was on. I'm like, are we recording this? Like, yeah, that is the purpose of a podcast. Yeah. I'm like, do not give me wine and sometimes an edible before I go on. I won't well, stop no, talking. We're going to do that, and we're going to find out what happens next. Oh, I But uh, no, Ooh, he hey. was in a sim- similar scenario, what and it turned next? out really great because him and his girlfriend are still together years later. They have a beautiful baby. They're raising it together in the valley. And I wanted to talk to him about the stress of that and coming to the decisions that they came to. Okay. And so I had to confine him below. Below was the right guy, and Bilal gave some good advice. You must be my soul. T- no, that's sorry. I there was a singer named Bilal. I remember, but I was not doing the right song. I was singing a song, and it was the incorrect song. I never heard his music enough to know what Bilal's is or his is great. He has some mm-hmm. great stuff. You must be my soul sister. That was from Bilal. Mm. So mm-hmm. so you know what's worse? You must be my soul. I think I've been saying Bilal wrong my whole life. I Uh-oh. think it's actually pronounced Bilal. 
Oh, did I say it incorrectly just now? I think you may have said it correctly, and I said it incorrectly. What what have you been saying? Bilal. I I don't think that there's... I don't know how it's properly pronounced, and I've been friends with the guy for 20 years. You should look at him... I've asked him before. Recording and whenever he says it, it sounds like... Both the right and wrong version to say it, you know, like it's one of I those don't things. Think there's it's like you ever see the thing where like there's the dumb American. He's like, "How do you say that?" And he says it wrong, and the guy says it correctly, and goes, "That's what I'm saying." I mm. feel like that's what it's been like for me being Bilal's friend for 20 years. I don't think that's a real, um, but Bilal, Bilal. I mean, maybe I'm saying it incorrectly, but I've always said Bilal. But is there that made the podcast blessings? Thank you. I sneeze loud. You do quite. Um, yeah. Now I'm. We, you should look it up. I should. You should talk to him. Yeah, I talk to him all the time. Then you should know his name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I kidding. should. I've known him for decades. Have you ever? I remember as a kid, he was the guy I called when Phil Hartman died. Oh, yeah. We were both huge Phil Hartman fans. Oh, it was freaking great, man. Oh, yeah. Well, because it was also like when you're in high school. Second time like, we what, talked about 15, this this week. 16, and you understand the nuances of why he's incredible. Yeah. And why he's like a one of a kind person. For There's sure. not other people in your high school that really get that as well. Yeah. And so like, I felt the kinship to him because we both really caught the nuances of like mm. those kinds of actors and those yeah. kinds of comedians. And so we'd share that stuff consistently. Yeah. He was a guy that often would like recommend movies. Like he was, he's the guy that told me to watch Big Lebowski. Oh I really? Watched, yeah, and I watched it and didn't like it, and oh. he said, "You're wrong. Watch it again." You're wrong. Is there a real "you're wrong"? I Here's mean, the thing: your reaction I to was movies wrong. are always subjective. I loved Big Lebowski five watches in. Okay, if it takes five watches to like a thing, do you think now it's being forced on you? No, I think it's an absolutely incredible movie with a lot of nuances mm. and not a lot of loud things in your face to explain why it's good. I love the movie. But I'm not one to either something resonates with me immediately or not. Like, for example, if I'm listening to a new song on the radio, mm-hmm. either I like it immediately or if you push it on me enough times, I've heard it enough. So there's a familiarity, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that it did that thing to now, me that see, first time I heard it. I would and say I, feel, I think those are two very different things. Yeah. Yeah. There's those things. But this thing definitely was a slow burn. And now it's like one of my favorite movies ever. Mm. And it's because I live with a stoner for a a while. I lived with Zach Waldman for a year at Zach Waldman. <laughs> uh, I think it's at Zach Waldman Comedy Magic, maybe. <laughs> Let I everybody know. Yeah, Zach Waldman Comedy Magic.com. He's a stoner. Okay. He was at the time. He, he smoked a lot less weed, but 10 years ago, yeah, he was high all the time. Uh, and we. Make sure his, his he would watch that movie noses. repeatedly at night. Okay. And so I really got to be in touch with the details of that movie. So then you are, it's like in the music industry, they keep putting a song on you, like they make you listen to that Lizzo song a billion times, and so now Well, no, because I feel like I keep defending that it wasn't forced on me. I just noticed many more layers going back over and over and over. It's a great movie. I would compare it to like walking past a painting many times in a museum, Mm. and then, because like you work there, Mm -hmm. and then like one day they assign you to stand in the hall that that painting's in. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're able to look at all the pieces and you go, oh, my God, this is a masterpiece. I thought I was just looking at a sketch because it wasn't anything loud. But then you go, no, this is a masterpiece. That's how I feel about Back to the Future. <laughs> Almost the same. <laughs> <No> <laughs> Here's why I would say that doesn't count dun, for Back dun, to the Future. Dun, dun, Back to the Future has many dun, details dun. and a lot of them 
arts. You can pick fantastic. And you pick Very them. few of them are subtle, I feel. Yeah, they're in your face. It's an in-your-face kind of a movie. All of those great details in Back to the Future are in your face. You can't have that music and not have it in your face. Exactly. Anytime you, you hear Lewis car, and the news is involved. Yeah, he in brought something. the news. <laughs> no, He's got the news. You can't have that car and, and have it not be in your face. <laughs> You can't let's have Doc Brown's movie. personality subtle. And, let, and let's make this a subtle movie. I think that's why they got rid of Eric Stoltz. I think he's a fantastic actor. But, but too subtle. He's subtle. They're like, there's nothing no. subtle about this. No, there's we nothing subtle about Michael, Michael J. Fox. That's why I love him. He's like John Ritter to me. He's just out there. He's he's clowning. It's that very specific physical humor that yeah. I love what so much. What they both have. They, they both make it seem totally normal and natural. Oh, right? And that's yeah. very hard to do. It doesn't feel like they're going over the top, no. but they're going over the top. Mostly, I'm thinking Ritter in this. Thank Ritter you. would go that is the brilliance. completely both of over the top, and it f- felt like he was so trying not to. Yes. It's like falling down the stairs horribly, but you every step of the way, you're trying not to continue not, to fall. Yeah, and he makes it so natural. And that's not yeah, that's something his brilliance. that a lot... Uh, Kevin Klein also great with that. Actually, he's oh, really? also physical, a- quite the physical actor. No, I never spent any time to notice him. Oh, really? You should. He's one of. Uh, he's uh, he's brilliant in that regard. A great physical. As a actor. kid, I loved Phoebe Cates, and uh, he was just the guy that had God. my girl. You know. Wait, was he dating Phoebe Cates? They were married. I didn't know. They that. might still be married. Oh well, then I could see why you hated him because she was check. gorgeous. Yeah, well, my favorite movie as a child, which I still know word for word to this day, is Drop Dead Fred. Oh, I love Drop Dead Fred, but I wouldn't have remembered every line to it. She played the Well, I watched girl. it every day. She's still married. They've been married since 1989. Wow. Who wouldn't be still married to Phoebe Cates? Um, uh, to Snot Face, please. To Give credit where credit's due. To who? Snot Face. That's what she was calling Drop Dead Fred? Yeah. Wasn't she playing the mousy girl or something like that, and then she got hot? No, Wait. no, the mousy girl was who his, uh, her ex-husband left. Charles left her for this mousy girl that was played by, it wasn't Elizabeth Shue. It was, it was there Danny Elfman's movie, ex-wife. There was some movie where she was supposed. To, Who's the hot girl from Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown. I, I, no, Jackie Brown was the hot alpha chick, but the. The blonde in the bikini in Jackie Brown. What? Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, um, she, Bridget Fonda played the Bridget mousy girl Fonda. and dropped yeah. that friend. Bridget Fonda was her. And she was only in one scene. Oh, my gosh. At the Charlie party. Right. The wine tasting. Yeah. I have that movie memorized. If that movie gets was erased, I could just remake it tomorrow. I'll be wow. like, all right, here really? we go. Oh, my God. Yeah, I watched it. I've watched the movie more than any other movie. Really? Here's the weird part. As a kid. That, there's more? Yeah. <laughs> as a kid, I thought it was weird. not a deep movie. I thought it was just me loving this weird story about oh, an imaginary friend that slapstick. As an adult, I watched it, and it is such a cry for help. It is an incredibly deep movie. And uh, it seemed like through time that just sunk into me. But when I watched it as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's all there. You know what? I feel like that about Mr. Mom. Mm. Like as I as a kid, I just thought it was fun and slapstick. Kids are running around. Their pampers need changing. The washing machine is going crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Dad is watching the stories. Yeah, and, and I so I think I looked at it more from the kids' perspective, 
And then they, you know, they showed the boobs part. You know, he's looking at the girl's boobs while they're playing poker. And it was like, oh, it's also sexy. I don't remember Mr. Mom. It is such a deep movie about what was going on in Detroit at oh. the time. And I should rewatch it. I would rewatch any Michael Keaton movie. Yeah. And then his wife goes to work because he gets laid off because a lot of people are getting laid off and sort of automobile industry. And he was an executive. Mm-hmm. And... um just and and even watching him talk to the workers and how he's he's you know he just doesn't even know how to relate to them mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to relate to his family because he's been working then the wife goes back to work and then she becomes this huge success and then how he deals with that it's yeah. just it's so deep it is such a great movie i cried at the end uh, as an adult whereas as a kid mm-hmm. i was just having a good time yeah so but that's great i should watch that but that was uh what's his name uh wrote that um who writes everything? Uh, Home Alone. Uh, Hughes. It's Hughes. John Hughes. It's a John Hughes movie, so of course, he's great. Sixty when he died. Less. Fifty-nine. Something like that. Fifty-nine. Yeah. Oh, are you sure? I mean, I felt like it could have gone up forty-five after he made those. You know, like once he started making the string of, of bad movies. What was the string go. of bad movies? Didn't he do Kangaroo Jack? I, I just said that. that. I just I made I thought I made that up in my head. By the way, really? before people go up I and be like, "He did it," and I'm a dick. He's 59. You nailed it. He I went to the University of Arizona. Uh oh, that's your people. Did he write Revenge of the Nerds? Because that took place on the University of Arizona. Oh, check it out. It doesn't seem like his style. That whole Revenge of no, the Nerds. No, because he would have been the nerds. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds so, or Porkies. I mean, no, no, I don't think he did. But he did like to write. Movies about, I just don't think that's his style, but he did like to write movies of sort of the, you know, socioeconomic. By the way, I would like to say that he did not make uh, Kangaroo Jack. I cannot stress that enough. Kangaroo Jack is just a movie I decided to shit on in that sentence. I think you were thinking about Chris Columbus doing some bad movies. Oh, I Because you were thinking of Home Alone. I'm looking at John Hughes' movies. Okay, so after Home Alone, because we watched that thing. We watched the films that made us, yeah. and they talked about how there was a string of unsuccessful movies afterwards. You sure it was Hughes or he did, Columbus? I'm looking at Hughes' stuff. After Home Alone, he followed it with a movie called Career Opportunities, Only the Lonely. That was a good movie. That John Candy was in it. John Candy was in it, but I remember it being a bomb. And Maureen O'Hara. These movies aren't bad movies. They're just bombs. Uh, Only the Lonely Dutch, was a bomb? Yes. Dutch was amazing. I love Dutch. Ed O'Neill and the kid from mm-hmm. 10 Things I Hate About Which You. Which was also... Wait. The kid from... Some things I hate about you. Wasn't that the Joker? No. Oh, oh you're talking about uh no, he was in it. T- wait, Ten Things I Hate About You. Heath Ledger. Yeah, he was. Was he in, in that? He was in Ten Things I Hate About You. But he wasn't the character that was in Dutch. Okay, and then Who's Curly the Dutch Sue. Guy? No. Curly Sue was great. Everybody loved Curly Sue. Okay, no, you're talking about your enjoyment. All of these movies were failures. These were <gasps> financial failures. I'm reading a list of Curly financial Sue? Fa- Didn't they make yes. a Curly Sue part two? No, because it failed financially. Still Curly? They didn't even put that lady <laughs> in another movie. They made they that. Put coke, she did coke they put that orphan though, right? right back in the orphanage after Curly Sue. <laughs> Wait, didn't make they? Make her think about what she did. <laughs> didn't, didn't they put her in uh, like Coca-Cola commercials? And she was, she That's was how smiling she got Curly lot? Sue, I think. Goodbye. Okay. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're saying. Then he did Beethoven, which, I, which is a huge success. Was it? Because I didn't they enjoy that. They made five sequels. All right, fine. 
It's not a good movie. We're talking about finances. Not like Curly Sue or Dutch. Great movie, by the way. We're not Dutch. talking about if everyone like go movie. out and We're see Dutch. We're talking about their numbers. It's a great Christmas movie. Home Alone two. After that, didn't see it. Dennis the Menace, which people love. I love Dennis which the I Menace. It's a cartoon. Beethoven's second. Jesus. Beethoven was so popular or so such a financial success, they made the sequel the next year. Jesus. Baby's Day Out was garbage. What's Baby's Day Out? It's a movie about an infant that like just walks out of like a New York apartment and then wanders the streets of New York, and it like closely almost dies. It's like a baby times. Home Alone. Mm-hmm. But the baby's played by Vern Troyer in a baby suit. What? Yeah, so they got an adult to hit their marks and do long days and stuff. But like the baby walks into the monkey cage at the zoo. Wait, did it have his face? I mean, was no. he completely put? Oh, they no, had they the had a baby, baby actor, but the majority of the movie shot from behind the baby. Got it. Where it's Vern Troyer. Got it. Got it. Yeah. At first, I thought you were going to say the guy Vern from Ernest Goes to Camp. Remember Ernest? Of course. He was always talking about Vern. Yeah. He died young. Yes. I don't know what happened there, but let's continue on. Did though. you hear his voice? It sounds like he smoked not just a couple cigarettes. It looks like he smoked them by the pack. I just Jim Varney was his name. I already knew that on the top of my head, by the way. Why? I just want to throw that out there. Why did you? That's because not Jim to brag Varney's about. a big deal. Jim do Varney. Do 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 do. He was considered a killer at the comedy store. He was a comedy store legend in his day. Was he wearing the uh, overalls then? So he had a shtick. Huh? He did have a shtick. Okay. So and it was funny. And then, of course, he's Slinky Dog in Toy Story. Oh, I didn't know that. I already forgot your theme song for Dumb Trivia. Dumb Trivia, Dumb Trivia, something like that. What Dumb Trivia did I say? Vern. Oh, that his name is Jim Varney? Yeah, you knew that right away. I mean, like, that's just... Are you impressed that that's what I know? I'm impressed, yeah. I'm impressed by a lot of things. Thank you. I mean... We're coming up on, actually, what I want to be the end of the podcast. Is it? Did we finish what we were talking about, though? The movies... Let's wrap it up on the movies, then. You can't get around the fact that you liked bad movies. Which, Dutch by the way, great. is fun. Dutch is great. They're just fun movies. Mm-hmm. Playing trains and automobiles. I'm talking about great That's not winter what, comedies. I didn't even bring that one up. You're just bringing up things. You're making, you're making it hard to go down this list. As my nerd objective list is like, get through his string of bad movies. Fine. And you're just like, no, but let's talk about the good movies because they're not the all movies bad. that aren't. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. The topic of the conversation is how he made movies that were not financially successful after that. That was not the topic. That's just what you wanted to talk about. You're like, no, his movies sucked. He has a bunch of sucky movies. And I'm like, I disagree. Yeah, because I just made an off the dome comment that I don't even believe. I want people to know that this is basically how we usually talk, mm-hmm, which is why we're ending this now. <laughs> We're not going to get through this list. There's too many other things to talk about on that list. And it's just going to lead to other weird knotted arguments. We're never going to actually stay on top. We're going to. Which, by the way, I love in our life. Just as a nerd, (laughs) I'm like, no, 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 no. I need to abandon the list because if we're going to try to stay to the list, it's only going to drive me nuts. If I abandon the list, I'm just going to enjoy this. I've gotten quiet because this is your show and I want you to enjoy your show. <laughs> I haven't enjoyed a single episode yeah. of the show. <laughs> I have enjoyed a single episode. That's it. You guys made it through the first episode. Thank you. 
I uh, decided no intros, all outros. That's how I'm going to do it. And uh, that was Vanya. So as you guys can tell, I have had sex so far with every single guest of the show. That's not a bad record, although <laughs> uh, it's going to be tiring to get to 100 episodes if that's going to be the criteria to get on the show. So uh, if you guys like that, go ahead, uh, subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it. I appreciate all those things. Even if you want to give us a negative review, I'm cool with that. I understand trolling. That's why this uh, podcast is called Putting Up with Aaron Michael Marsh. It originally was going to be called Conversationally Funny. And it turned out that I am just more uh, tiring than that. Everyone is just putting up with me as the episodes go on. So please continue to listen. I love it. You can also find me at Aaron M. Marsh on everything. Twitter, Instagram, Venmo. Those are the big three. The big three. Um, And I think that's everything I wanted to get out today. Thanks, guys, and uh, we're going to have a new episode out every week, so start start listening. And if you don't, I'm just going to leave these as voicemails, and thank you for putting up with me. Whether I'm right or whether I'm wrong Find a place in this world or never belong. I've got to be me. I gotta be me. What else can I be but what I am? I'll go it alone. That's how it must be. I can't be right for anyone else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. Free. Derek, a try.